Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I'm Devin Jordan. We are here to cover Spies, Lies, and Allies, episode 12, where Devin said last night that the mission was the challenge personified. And he's absolutely right because this entire season has been the producers trying to blow smoke up our ass. Uh, I am with Trace Armstrong and Rob McIntyre. Thank you for our patrons for supporting us. If you'd like to become a patron and get one bonus episode per week, you can go to patreon.com slash the challenge chronicles and subscribe for $4 per month. What did we think of last night's episode? Well, Hey, before we do that, Hey, for those of you that aren't subscribers, the all stars two recaps are exclusive to Patreon. So if that's something that you're interested in, you will only get the all stars two recaps on Patreon. So the, if you're interested in that, now's the time. Uh, I mean, I seem to be in the minority. I didn't think last night's episode was bad. It, it, the public perception of it seemed pretty negative. I, I didn't think it was bad at all. To be honest. I thought it was fine. I don't think the episode was bad, but there were several moments where I was just like, fucking shoot me. Like, yeah, like I thought it, so that that was the thing, like watching it up into a certain point, like I was like, all right, like this isn't that like yeah. this is fine. You know what I mean? And then we got to the mission and that was like one of the or not, excuse me, the elimination. And that was one of the worst eliminations of all time. Like, I thought that that was absolutely terrible. I felt like bad. I felt bad for Bettina, dude. Like, I thought like the edit that they gave her like throughout that was absolutely atrocious. Um, Like, I like I wanted to like fast forward through it. Like at no point in time did she have a realistic chance to win. Emmy's reaction at the end of it is absolutely one of the most cringeworthy things that's ever been on the show. I never want to see her on the show again. And get ready. She's probably going to win and we'll be back for the next three seasons. I, I don't think she's gonna win. Um, I, I um, she seems like she might be like one of the most polarizing characters they've had on in some time. I think even more so than like a ninja or a Kara, really, because there's she has like I would say it's like a sixty to thirty split, sixty to forty split or so on Emmy, where like majority of the audience is not really feeling her, but then she does have a pretty vocal part of the fan base that is really in favor of her. So it's well, even really Gus has his fans, so you know. Yeah, I I just Devin's right. Like when she was celebrating that win, I wanted to heave a brick through my TV. And you know, it's interesting because I'm sure that as like a CT or somebody on the show, you're probably like, "Good for you, kid!" Like that's awesome. You know, like you're coming into your own, you're winning eliminations, and so for them, it's probably like, "Hey, it's cool to see this young kid." Because she's very young. Like she's not, you know late 20s 21 yeah he's 22 23 something she's she's a little bit younger than me and so like i understand from a how she how she's reacting and that kind of thing why she's reacting that way but as a viewer it's just like kill me like i just ah my thing with those characters she's pretty there's a lot of people on the show who are pretty blatantly hypocritical or just don't make illogical decisions usually kind of instantaneously. Mm-hmm. But I think those characters only work if the show gives them kind of like the doofus edit. You know what I mean? Like you need, we need to like be able to like laugh at and highlight the yeah. fact that they're oh no, like when she's... Nelson like when Nelson at the beginning of the episode is being dumb and screaming at Kyle like he used to with Anissa on Total Mass. They they make fun of him a little bit. We know it's Nelson. He's like impulsive and yeah. Dumb. But with her, they try to make us take it or so serious, and it just doesn't work. And she seems like she's like some great competitor, some like something like that. Like all of her like eliminations that she's been in, she's been against rookies, right? Yeah. And yeah. uh, matchups that have been the one better team on the what, league, so. what, what was the what was the elimination that she was in against Esther? I couldn't remember off the top of my head. It was Hall Brawl, uh, right? She she beat Esther and Hall Brawl, yeah. Yeah. So like everything that she's been in has been like completely like tilted towards her. You know yeah. what I mean? Like she hasn't had like any like matchup here. Be like, oh, like I wonder which way this is going to go. There's um, been zero doubt that she's going to win each of these because she's been in against some pretty weak competitors. I mean, she could have she could have lost her first one actually when she was against Kells and Tracy. Tracy no, Tracy was a, a like an absolute train wreck. Yeah, I feel bad for Kells. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad uh, for Tracy too because she didn't even really know what was going oh, on. Yeah, she didn't mm-hmm. know what she was doing. It's just yeah. I mean, she she's not going to know that though. So th- this is this is my thing. This was the most fucking complicated thing ever for two fucking rookies to just go in and do elimination again. Like that's yeah, what, like, what you know what I mean. Like, at the end of the day, like, with, well, like, would you prefer them just to do it like what they do with Ed, where there's just nothing happens the episode? Yeah. No, like I mean, like th- that's what I'm saying though. Is like I would prefer them that the structure, the season is structured in a way with there, there's some fucking parody with who's actually going to go into this. You know what I mean? Like, well, I like, like would have been. Hold on, hold on. Wasn't so. Like, Abby had the opportunity to call it, but she didn't. 
I know, dude, they fought. She like got gaslit into like thinking that she had to go into elimination here. You know what I mean? Like she didn't have to. She kind of like interjected herself in that. Oh, she definitely did. But I think that's a credit to the vets that they're just able to outsmart these people consistently. They need to, no, it goes back to us talking about like, they need to put people in here that know what the fuck they're doing. That actually like have a chance. That's what I'm, that's where I came to with this is it's like at no point was I sitting here going, this is going to be fine. I'm like, we're still on rookie rookie things and we've really yet to see a vet be in real trouble. I think the only person we've had one vet female though. And I'm just like, what the heck, man? Like, uh, I... the whole uncle fucking CT thing, dude. It's like, fucking. Oh creepy. my god, dude! Like, it's what creepy. The fuck? Like, dude, if someone like last night was like the first episode that they've ever seen in the show, like, I actually think they may like initially think that that is her actual uncle. Like, CT is like her <laughs> I know. like that is. Well, like... I would get confused sometimes because she talked about doing stuff for her mom and then like Romanian stuff for her uncle. It's like, okay, dude. So the, the thing is like she like she gaslit her, dude. She like ga- he like gaslit her like to thinking well, yeah, that like that was like time. that was that was the best move. She he convinced her that that was her best move to go into elimination, <laughs> win, and then go on to the team that has yet to win a challenge in the team portion. That's her best move, Rob. And now they only have four people too. I just I was beyond. I mean, I think Josh actually had a moment of clarity when he realized they did the wrong thing after she went on that team of four, because it's like, okay, you got rid of their dead weight in Bettina. You got rid of, you got, you got, you, you, you got rid of dead weight, like legit dead weight there. And then Amanda, who is, I think good, but not awesome. You moved her to the worst team. So you moved her to a team where she can actually have like help a lot, right? Yes, because, like, like that strong, the, Ruby is in a better place because of because that. They, they, like imagine like the rest of the team. Well, I guess big team might be okay at pluses, but we don't. But really at least she's good, team. right? Like they they now yeah, have a good. positive at that. Yeah. Well, so one thing that came out of the aftermath this week, which was very interesting this week, because they had like a 500th episode celebration, and Darrell was actually on in addition to the main cast. For one, Darrell and Emmy got into a huge fight on the aftermath <laughs> because. Darrell, Darrell mentioned that um, like if Michaela had more of a shot, he thought she could have been like the best rookie. And we took great offense to this proclamation and they started fighting about if Michaela would have been. Dude, like what, are, what is Emmy talking about like before? Or, sorry to cut you off and then you can go on, but like Emmy talking about how like Bettina doesn't deserve to be there. Like Bettina's been into it a little bit. The other thing is too, she's like pissed at Bettina for call, like really upset at Bettina for saying she's like call her out if it's a puzzle. Like <laughs> there's like five options left. What's she supposed to do? Bettina went in against Amber B and Jeremiah in like a physical elimination in one you know yeah. what i mean like her, her I, I felt really bad for her honestly yeah dude because i felt terrible like, for her because she, like she was they're saying she's like oh she's not loyal i'm like she has like no friends in the house like all of her friends have been eliminated the only person she has left is Corey. who she even like talks like in what way has she not been loyal at yeah. all she if anyone's not been loyal it's been emmy because she's been the one who's been dicking over the rookies like constantly to help the vets out and they'll drop her at the first opportunity possible well, she's already been in three eliminations. You don't throw your friend into elimination three times. Like, I'm that's, sorry. Like, that's a you, lot. That's, that's, yeah, a like, lot. You're, you're, that's like bordering on West Room's territory. Yes. Like, it, I mean, everything about this situation is the vets manipulating dumb rookies. That's really what this boils down to. I mean, she hasn't gotten here. So that's been, but I, she also yeah. has gotten very favorable elimination crosses. Because yeah. if she got a puzzle against any of the, against Esther or uh, Bettina, I think she would probably be on. If Beaneman, more agility based than what she got. Yeah. If Beaneman Murray learns anything from this season, I want them to, I mean, I know we say half as long and all this stuff, but I want them to take away one thing. Never, ever, ever again do a season where there are more rookies on a cast than veterans. Because this is exactly what will happen. So Everything I don't necessarily. I, I was the seasons the rookies are able to take over. They just need to. They need if they're gonna like bring rookies on like this, like they need to get people that know what the fuck they're doing. You know what I mean? It was the same thing with like that happened with Survivor, right? Like Survivor was bringing yeah, on the all these like, favorites. Yeah, they were bringing on all these actors, right? Like models slash actors. And Jeff Probst at one point was like, "You guys need to get me some people that know what the fuck they're doing." Right. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how they've like evolved into what they are today, where they have a lot of like, like long lasting fans that have watched the show for years 
And that's how it's evolved to where like the gameplay is at like a much higher level than it was at that period of time. Yeah. I'd be curious if we went back and like did the numbers. Like, how many of the rookies would we actually say did have some clue of what they were doing versus did not? Maybe dude, like, Kells, maybe. Dude, we have all these people that are like volunteering to go in. Like, why the? Well, I, I'm just saying, like, how many do we think would versus did not? I think we would. Okay, say, let's like, do it. Here, let's do it real quick. Uh, I think the one person on the list that knew what the hell was going on was Kells. That was was for sure. But I think the survivor people too. They seem to okay, yeah, but they just were in a bad spot, like really bad spot. Okay, but they did know what they were. They did know what they were doing, but they were kind of. Corey Lay, he seemed like he had a clue of what he. Here, let's just go through it. Renan, I don't know if we had like enough of a chance. No, I would, I would definitely say no. You you don't think he did know what was going on? Mm -mm. Okay. Uh, Kells, yes. Tommy, yes. Corey, yes. Gabo, fuck no. Uh, <laughs> Huey, I don't know. No, no. somewhere in between, but not not as bad as some of the other ones. Though. He wasn't as bad, but he still had no idea what he was doing. Uh, Jeremiah, no. Ed, no. In, I mean, hindsight, in Ed hindsight, did not. Ed didn't know what he was doing. No, he no, volunteered no. to go in when there was a one-legged Logan, man that he could have picked to go against. Logan, clear, Logan at least showed some awareness, I think. So he, so I think. Maybe not to the level of Kells or Corey. Dude, he was like he was... Com- completely invisible tonight. Like yeah, absolutely invisible. Just His leg is just really hurt. Quarterbacking job. Like that's the thing. His leg is really hurt if their goal was to try to keep him from having to run and him pass a yeah. bag. Like that uh-huh. tells you that this dude is a liability and he's going in next week because these vets aren't going to, unless the vets are able to, somehow keep him on a team like Ruby so that way it cripples them because it's obvious the guy's not going to be able to run. Here, let's go, th- let's go through the women real quick. Michaela. Yes. Lauren. No. Or, well, she, I don't, we don't even know. She, she got kicked off know. the show and she was edited out basically. Tracy. No. Uh-uh. Uh, Tasha. Didn't no. seem like it. Uh, really. Michelle. Yes. yes. Anissa. But well, she's not a rookie. She's not a rookie. Uh, <laughs> Esther. Yes. She knew. Berna. Mm, I don't know. I don't Being know. Towards no, but she, I think she picked up on things quicker than some of the other ones. Did yeah, she? it was too late by the time she started picking yeah. up on stuff. Priscilla, yes. Bettina, yeah. I would Maybe. say yes. I, I think she kind of knew what was going on. Yeah. Uh, oh no, I don't know. Still, like she's still again. Like, none of these people, of people chose to work together. They outnumbered the friggin' vets, and they could have all gotten together, and they could have been that, throwing bets in week oh, one, and they didn't do it. That's what I just think even if they're intelligent, that's so hard for them to put together. That's what we told you before the season, because before the season, you were of the belief that that wasn't my take before the season. My take before the season was there's too many that there was not enough like rookie rookie pairs. And it was I didn't know that they were going to pick out people that easily. Because my theory was that they're not going to have all these rookie rookie pairs to put in. They're going to have to put in some rookie pairs. I didn't end up being the case. So let's talk about the mission. In hindsight, this mission. Like watching it, I was like, all right, like whatever. Like, I don't know if I, I was think it was bad. But like in hindsight, it's fucking terrible. Like, because the teams were I thought you would be up in arms about this. Because well, so the, I, teams are, the teams are completely unbalanced, so you can't even do this mission. No, like, my thing is so if we okay, if we set Nani over to Ruby, so then Ruby had three, Ruby had six, and Emerald had five. But the five on Emerald had Tori and Casey as their woman. Who do we think would have won? I don't even think you go that. That's ridiculous to me. I think you just have a situation where you do a fucking Jeff Probst. Hey, for this mission, you got to pick, you know, one male on Emerald to sit out. out. That's what you do. That would have been a pretty easy. That's the only way to make this fair. The fact that the Emerald team was able to do this mission with the three guys when the other two teams only had two, there was zero chance they weren't winning. I just don't, I don't, I, I'm telling you, if you sent Nani over to Ruby, so then they had, they had more people on their team. And then the two girls on Emerald were just Casey and Tori. Do you think they would have won or not? Probably. Eventually. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think, I think Casey and Tori were like that dominant over some of the yeah. other. Like, I, I can't believe, like, I think what they, one of the issues with it too, was they didn't even change the rules. I mean, poor Big T was like a wounded gazelle and then had three lines jumping on top of them. <laughs> and then like what like what the fuck is the point of this smoke bomb like this is like that like the producer who loves the pyrotechnics like the smoke bomb is their wet dream like what the fuck? like we don't need i, I don't crap. think that's that bad like, whatever. I, i'm fine with it i mean yeah. it's whatever it's it's a thing it's a cool trailer shot i just think it was dumber thing. on the elimination where every time a target went off pyrotechnics went off that was dumber to me it's just what they're gonna do i know i just I realize I, I need to accept I, part of what the show is today, but there are just so 
it's fine if you do it, but you have to have a mission that makes like. I really, I really think you could have even sent. I really think it was just to have if Tori and Casey were on the same team, that team is going to win. Like, I think you could have sent Josh over to um, Sapphire with only their two blues, and then it was just Devin and Emmanuel, and they still probably would have won. The the thing with the mission two is the rules. Like when they were explaining the rules, it was like there were a lot of rules for something that was like pretty basic, right? Like I thought that they could have like really simplified this because like they were like going through it and I was like, wait, what am like, what are they trying to do? They have to go like halfway. Like I kind of lost it at a second, to be honest. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, like, I feel like the, there needs to be like a guideline for the missions that if it takes you longer than like X seconds to explain it, you need to rethink it. Like you need to like go back to the drawing board. <sighs> I, I suppose I, I don't know. I didn't think I, once they started doing it. You know, it was relatively intuitive. Outside of when Logan and Corey got lost that bag because Logan threw it over the end line, and then they weren't allowed to do that. Did you get that? Like, I was like, what? What the fuck? Yeah, he caught it there. Like, what's wrong with this? So the it's the, the neutral zone. I mean, I, I guess that was the rule. I suppose. So the, I the guess there's some people yeeting it like over the end and then just running chasing. Yeah, you don't want it. somebody halfway over just throwing the damn thing. Like, I get it. Like, yeah, if they had caught it one foot closer, then it'd been fine. But oh well. so that was the ruling, right? They had to catch it before they went into the neutral zone. Yeah, or? I think that was the rule. Which I get. It makes sense, but whatever. Yeah, because, like, honestly, like, I said this before, like, watching the episode, like, come to a point, like, I was like, yeah, this is fine. And then the elimination happened, and then I, like, started to think back on it. I was like, like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't think it was bordering on bad, right? Like, I'll say that. Like, it was, like, I, depending on, like, how I feel at a given moment, I would say it's bad or almost bad. Um, I, I didn't think it, I, I really didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was fun. I thought it was a fine functional episode to keep us on. I thought like some of like the Amanda stuff. Well, so another thing that came out of the aftermath that was um, interesting to hear was Devin said there was an aquamarine alliance between the Emerald and Sapphire teams. That doesn't shock me either. <laughs> yeah. But what this alliance supposedly was, was they wanted to keep one of Amanda or Big T on the Ruby and Sapphire teams as like an anchor so they would lose missions. For one, I was surprised they've used Amanda as that much worse than like Nani, which I, I would have thought yeah. Nani was better than Nani, to be honest. Yeah. That she'd be like an, an anchor holding the team back. And then two, I don't see what, like, well, why does that benefit the Sapphire team to have an anchor strapped to them? Strapped to who? Well, because they were saying, we were saying the plan was why they were doing all these machinations to keep Emerald together, was they were trying to keep one of big, one of big here, like either. Big T's on Ruby and Amanda's on Sapphire or vice versa. Like they wanted to keep one of them on each of those teams. Or who knows, maybe it was CT Jedi mind tricking them the whole time because I'm sorry, Josh ain't exactly like a brain surgeon when it comes to this stuff. So I mean, I think Devin's pretty well. I just don't see what is, how does that benefit Sapphire to have a, a quote unquote anchor strapped to your team? Dude, I don't get, I thought, the, I thought the MVP of this episode was Amanda. Like, I mean, I, I thought like, yeah. Yeah, I I thought, like her being able to get out of like her name, just like potentially getting thrown in was incredible. Like, and Devin had that fucking bullshit confessional where uh, he tried to say that the reason that they put, were putting B- Bettina into elimination or someone into, Oh, they were putting Emmy into elimination was because Emmy wanted to switch and she's only going to have a couple more times to be able to switch. And that's where they're doing. What the fuck are you talking about? Don't try and tell me that you like care about like Emmy and like what happens to her game. Like you don't give a shit about that at all. You just don't want Amanda coming over your team. Like I thought that was absurd. Uh, yeah, I, that's yeah, exactly I, why I, they did it. Tori even said that that's why they did it. No, I, I get it, but I think they were also worried that if Bettina, they would rather have Emmy win than Bettina because they thought Bettina might switch over to their team. Emmy wins. I don't know. Like, I, mean, I also are, don't think they should be this concerned about presenting up with him. I am still yes, beyond skeptical that these teams are going to be like that's, that's. I just it's very very hard for, hard for me to say that these are going to there's going to be teams in the final. It just is. That's just. Anytime we've seen this previously, we've seen an invasion when they went from individuals to teams that go back to individuals to go into the final. We've I agree. seen on bloodlines when they were in pairs and they went to teams and they go back to pairs to go back into the final. Um, they're always going to, it's just much more likely for them to work their way down than work their way up. They're much more likely to go from teams to individuals than the vice versa. That's just how the show's on for it. Yeah, I, th- I thought, it, I noticed that too. Like, it seems like they're really operating of the belief. I mean, it was the uh, only one to me who showed awareness that that probably was not going to be the case. Yeah. He was like, look, I just care that I'm here. I don't care what team I'm on. 
And dude, Rob, how crazy was it? Like, were you? I thought you were gonna like rip your like hair out of your skull at the top of the episode when Tori started to. Oh my god! Don't even get me started. On dude, that. I thought like I, I was so like I, I just can't. It's it's <laughs> unfathomable to me that these are people who are functional members of society. Like, how, how did? Have you seen the math puzzle? The, think about the math puzzle that they couldn't do earlier in the season. Just like remember that. I, I just can't. Like, how how is that the case? Like, I just can't. I, we can't even get started on it because it just makes no sense to me. For everyone that doesn't know what we're talking about, uh, if we're referring to at the start of the episode when Tori said that at this point the main strategy is to get rid of weak people because there's a chance you could run the final with them. I just uh, like, like just just to think about it for a second. Like, let's okay, Trace. You're about to go into a final. Then we're going to randomly put teams together. There's eight of you in the final. We have seven big easies and one you. Well, what's the, like, are, what are your, who's, which team is likely winning? Your team or the other team? Your team. Okay, exactly. Because you're the one not big easy. Now, if we have one regular person and seven Landons in the final, and we're randomly making teams. Some, teams some random combination of the Landons is going to win. <laughs> exactly. Your, your point should be to get worse. If you don't know how the people are going to be paired together, you should be trying to get worse people because it elevates your standing in the order. That's, that's one small part of it that we, we can talk like about. This is- <laughs> we, we talk about it constantly, but it's unbelievably moronic to me that people still think that way. This is, this is like what prospect theory is, right? When like people like, uh, behave differently than like what's actually like in their best interests, like from like a like a, like an e- perspective. I don't know. Uh, yeah, you talk about how Amanda was the um, MVP of the episode. I think the co MVP is actually Kyle. On top of that, because Nelson starts screaming at him, and he's so pissed at him. And like Kyle's actually handling it really well. And then he goes into the bedroom and he's talking and CT's like, I don't know how I feel about working with Kyle. Kyle's like, Hey man, I want to learn how to win. And I'd rather be on a team with two winners than these jamokes. Like, you know, like <laughs> that's basically what he said. He's like, I don't want to be on a team with Corey. I don't want to be on a team with big. I want to be on a team too. with winners. It's the thing too. It's like, man, we get a fight 40 seconds into the episode. Let's go. Here, we're here. We're here to party. I like when they started to fight. I did like think to myself, I was like, what the fuck is Nelson mad about? Like, what's going on right now? You know what I mean? Like, I feel Nelson is just like, I just an impulsiveness to him where, like, because he's just, he's so loyal to his people. But then there's also, I feel like there's just like a small, like, right after anything happens, there's just, and Nelson has like an explosive two minutes of anger. And after that, he's just fine. Like when well, was Nisa on Total Madness when he was like screaming at her for throwing the mission when she messed it up? Dude, because so like he's done this before and he did it tonight. He explodes on someone and then immediately starts apologizing to other people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's like, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah. Was he drunk or was he just like I think he was really pissed. I think they literally had walked in the door from elimination. Yeah. That's what happened. And he just lost it because I remember Derek talking about on one of the podcasts where they've asked them to not speak to each other period on the buses now because yeah. it's like hey if y'all are going to have a confrontation <laughs> or whatever you got to wait till you get to the house or I you get to, I like the bus fights they would air though remember like when Steve yeah they're just hard to Jordan film to sign the, yeah they're just Steve hard to film Jordan to sign the release so he could punch him in the face or a free agent yeah but it, it's it, yeah so you know Derek's like they've gotten to the place where they've asked them not to talk period on the bus and wait so that the confrontation will happen where they can film it easier because it's not easy to film on the bus especially when they're moving yeah so I get it um but uh I think what's even funnier was the confrontation or I should say the conversation in the bar where Kyle told Nelson everything Nelson wanted to hear and Kyle's like look I want to be on a team of winners I don't want to be with Corey I'm just well, going to tell Nelson, you need nothing but friends in this game. So I'm going to tell Nelson everything he wants to hear. But he's like, I am not sorry for anything that I did. Well, he said, yeah, I'm, I'm totally sorry. Like, I fucked up your good friend. I should have just taken a manual spot on Emerald, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is, would that have been the better move for him? I, I stand by it would have been. Just because now if Emerald wins on the guys day again and somebody from Ruby. He's goes, going in. They're picking the, yeah, they're picking Kyle. It's going to be an emerald. Like then people would probably pick Josh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in a perfect, if they pick him, which they probably will this next go round, he's going to pick Logan. So he's going to be going in against a one legged man. And that's why, so that we haven't talked about this yet. And this was really interesting. The piece of advice that CT gave Emmy before she actually went into elimination is that she should have chosen 
Amanda or Big T to go into elimination against. And that would have guaranteed her not going in because Bettina still would have been left to go into elimination instead of Emmy. Mm-hmm. Right. Emmy decided to ignore this. Um, Pick Bettina, which was dumb. And now she, Rob is in the same situation that you just described for the mid, correct? Uh, to a little bit different degree, because I think it's different in that um, Kyle wouldn't necessarily be picked to go in like immediately. He's more likely to just be picked by someone from Ruby going in and picking out a guy to go in elimination against. Uh, so it's a little bit different, but yeah, I mean, she put herself in because a position. The women who are left on not Emerald consist of Amanda, Ashley, Emmy, and Big, Big T. T, and Big T. Yeah, so I mean, Emmy's going in every time now, unless there's a chance. Yeah, for sure, because like, let's say, yeah, I mean, they're gonna put they're gonna put her big T in, right? Emerald, if they win again, yeah, no, I, I, you'd have to, you'd have to yeah. think so the way things have been going. And then who, who well, whichever one really of, gets into somebody, under somebody's game. I think whatever one of those two gets put in is probably taking the other, right? Um, like I can't imagine yeah. they want to take a shot. No, but I mean, if it's a physical elimination of big T's, and I could see it going. That's possible, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's probably likely. Uh, yeah, I think it's a little bit different. It's still a worse position because if she doesn't pick Bettina and picks Amanda or Big T, then Bettina's probably getting picked next week by Emerald to go in. Because like, it would have been it would have been so easy for Emmy to just pick fucking Amanda. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she would destroy her in that. She would have yeah. beaten Amanda in that. Amanda's just too small for that elimination. Well, especially, like, relative to Emmy. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought that was bad. I mean, clearly, uh, Emmy is not the second coming of Sun Tzu, and is really you know mapping these things out of how things are going to affect everything. Else. I mean, I thought it was I thought it was interesting that they actually like went out of their way to show us that. You know what I mean? Just yeah, to be I like, this actually happened. Like, she did like have a choice to not. Um, she she was told that that was not her best move. That her best move would have been to pick Amanda or Big T to go into elimination against. Yeah, and if it would have been me, I would have picked Big T, and then you take Bettina's spot. And then you've got a, you've still got a somewhat very strong Emerald team at that point. And Ruby's just a fucking disaster at that point. Well, then they, yeah, that's the one thing with me with, I'm curious, like, then it wouldn't just be Bettina, Logan, Corey, and Nelson on Ruby? No, it would have been, uh, and uh, yeah, that would have been the team. It would have been Corey, Nelson, Bettina, and um, Logan. Logan. So these spots, the way they work is basically like, like Bettina getting eliminated eliminates Sapphire Girl. So then to go to Sapphire, you have to move you have to, the one exactly one over. It just makes the teams really imbalanced when they do it that way, though. Oh yeah, almost just going with people. Like it, it, it's very apparent to me from the trailer for next week too that they're winning again next week. Like there's just like some of the things they hinted at, it just made it look like. Like they're sitting pretty and they're not worried about anything. Okay. It, I mean, give me just give them some fucking jerseys too. Jesus Christ! Like, it, versus like how season. easy is that? Like, come on! Why are they, they're they're really in on this monochromatic jerseys lately. I mean, they I haven't it. had different looking jerseys since the before. only thing they had was the sleeves, like the LeBron sleeves they were yeah. wearing. That was it. It's like Allen Iverson. Like you can barely see those things. I don't. I wonder why they they went that way. They want to keep the. They, they like a dull theme. It seems they like, like the uh, spies uh, format a yeah, lot. There's all these wearing these black or navy blue jerseys. So hey, I know where we can save some money. Let's not get some colored jerseys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just buy these sleeves and get it. Like six forget points. the pyrotechnics and all that stuff. Like one of those pyrotechnics would have bought all the jerseys. Like, come on. We have to allocate as much money as possible to pyrotechnics. Like we have to exactly. just like we have to, that's, that's where our money. budget's going down. Um. I was, by the way, I, I should, I do deserve credit for saying Emerald would be the best team. They are for now. I don't know someone, that they're the best team for the final. They're not, it's made, not going to be teams in the final. Someone made a comment in Discord, like, trying to suggest that you did not say that, like, a what? couple weeks ago. I didn't say that. You did. I'm just fucking I'm with you. Stuff. Like, it's just I thought, you know, I thought Sapphire would have been much better. Um I just think it comes down to the woman a lot of the times in these missions. Well, you know, I agree like, with you. Their women are very good, but their yeah, men, yeah. they've got arguably no great men on that team. Yeah, but like Devin and Josh are fine in missions. Yeah, Devin, the, they're like, fine. Especially in terms of physical difference. Like there's, I think there's just a much bigger difference physically between Devin, Tori, and Casey 
and the other woman on the cast versus any of them. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I, there, there, it seems like every, like Devin, it seems like you and I are the two people who are saying this is going to go back to individuals. And there's a few other people. I don't think it is. Know. I really I don't. I just can't see like every single time they've done this, they switch back. I don't I think would, they will. It's gonna, it's gonna go back to individual. What's the public belief on this? What is the public? It seems thing? to be that they're gonna stay in teams, which is crazy to me. There's no way. Like There's so, no like if they, if they, I personally think it makes for a more interesting final for them to stay teams. I, I really we do. Can't, we can't like, say was, what they're gonna do based on what's the most interesting. That because has not it, been their precedent. They never like. It's. I still go back to when they actually went from team from individuals to or pairs to individuals. Like they didn't even fucking tell us that they were going to, like, that this was it for a while. You know what I mean? They made yeah. it seem like it was, like, this mission. Like, I think that was just, yeah. like, a... Well, remember, right after that, like, Corey's like, hey, we don't know if they're going to have a side Yeah, team like, that was, like, the biggest indication that they were going to be in teams past that mission, right? Like, we didn't yeah. even know that that was going to happen. And then they started to, like, put the, the logo of the team, like, in confessionals, and we had that confessional from Corey. That's, like, all we had. And we're already seeing that a lot of these teams are getting diminished. What if there's like Sapphire is just going to have one person on running into the final? Like it's just not going to work. If it was CT on one team versus Emerald, who wins that final? It depends on what they do in the final. Yeah, if it's like War of the Worlds two, where it's a benefit, to just, like a CT just running with like one block, and then the other team is like struggling to carry up all these different weights. And yeah, that would be one of the funniest <laughs> fucking things I've ever seen in my life. If CT yeah, is like the would, last man standing. Funny. And then you've got Josh and Casey and Emmanuel and Nani, oh, and they're just they, a they complete like a disaster. At that point. I mean, I, if it stays teams, I have a hard time believing that the Emerald team will be anything other than six people. I think people might infiltrate them, but I don't know that it's going to be anything less than six people. I mean, at this point, they've dwindled the teams down to a point where unless there is an advantage to have less people in the daily mission, they're winning each one of these. Yeah, that, that's the point. thing, though. There definitely is still a very good chance there's going to be a mission that has an advantage for less people. Yeah. So how, the, I mean, how, if it's like a relay and it's like if you've got to get all four people across the finish line in a mini final type thing, then it's going to favor Sapphire. How many people are on each Or team? Emerald or whatever. Uh, Sapphire has four, Ruby has five, Emerald has six. Have we learned fucking nothing? Like, they did this team bullshit for, like, how many years? And they still, like, haven't realized that you have to have, like, equal number of people competing in missions. Well, like, what do, you, what do you want them to do? Like, I, I What I said earlier, out. just have them sit out. All you have to do, have people sit out. It's that easy. I, 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 they, don't, they haven't really done that that much, to be honest. They've do, never they done that. They don't do it. It's so know. stupid. <laughs> it's so not, I, to this day, I the only reason someone has sat out is for, like, I'm afraid of heights or well, I, or they have gotten an injury or they had a complete meltdown. That's the only time someone has refused. Now, so on the War of the Worlds 2 purge, which again is still like, it's just, it's just so dumb, that purge. It's, it's very dumb. But they, they let Ninja sit out because the U.S. team has more people. I'm like, oh, you're purging somebody out. You're, like, that's what should be the focus here. But they let, they let her sit to the side that one and CT swim by himself. I don't even remember that, but sure. <laughs> That's the only time I can remember them doing it. And that was barely a team mission at that point. Yeah. They just they just don't do that for whatever reason. They don't do it. Yeah. I don't get it either. But they don't. I don't know. What else I, is there to talk about? I don't know, man. Like I, I've been I've been thinking about this since last night when I watched it, and I was just like, I other than what we've talked about, I don't know what else to do other than to say, like, I think one of the funnier things I've seen on the challenge in a while was watching CT and Kyle laugh at Ruby when they were going at it against Sapphire. Like that was some funny stuff. Like every time a Ruby person went down to the ground during that part where they were sitting on the sidelines was freaking hilarious. They were losing their minds laughing. I thought it was pretty funny after Nelson and Kyle each other at the start of the episode and they kind of break them up a little bit and Kyle's walking off. He starts saying team Sapphire, just screaming it with his like hand up in the air. I thought that was hilarious. And then him trying to join the celebration when they got back to the house and they were like, <laughs> Kyle, get away, get away. <laughs> um, like Kyle is sneaky. One of the funniest people on the show right now. I don't know if it's sneaky. 
I think he's pretty, uh, I don't pretty around the capital. He has some, I'll say this, he has some really funny moments, but then he has like a lot of moments that are just like too over the top and it just like doesn't really do it for me. But like, yeah, he's fun, funny a lot of the times. I, I was laughing pretty hard too when Pacino, or on um, Big T was in like a flamingo float and almost fell over the edge of the pool. That was pretty funny. Oh, Is that, right. that, like what happens if that does happen? <laughs> I would have laughed. <laughs> well, but like, what, I'm curious, just like, what the setup is. It can't be that dangerous, right? Because somebody could easily fall asleep on a float and just like. I mean, it was like a six or eight foot drop. So, I mean, she was That's aware. Great, no, I mean, it, it wouldn't like, have been fun. But... Of her, so. Dude, it almost seems like that could be kind of scripted. Like, Tori just happened to be there with a flag. And flag her in. You know what I mean? And like, a cameraman just happened to be there, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, it definitely could have been somewhat producer set up. And, like, she just happened to be there with, like, food on, like... And a mask. <laughs> like, she had, like, her yeah, like, like... mask on. <laughs> um, yeah, we should start I, doing I... that. We should... We, I, I'm surprised we don't do that. We, we need to start doing MVP of the episode. We're going to do that every week now. We probably usually kind of bring it up organically. We already said it was a, probably a manager for this episode, right? I don't think it's even close. I thought she had... Yeah. Did an exceptional job. I thought she added a lot too. Like her just wearing like the all the animal clothing and making it very clear yeah. to switch over to their team. I thought that was yeah. Uh, yeah, it is weird how sold they are on this whole team thing, right? Is that just a temp like bizarre. Bizarre. So like it, it could be that they they have they're getting they're there with production, right? Like we're yeah. not. Like they could be getting clues from production that we're not that makes I, I wouldn't trust good. anything production tells them. I know. They lie to them constantly. Yeah. Remember World of Worlds 2? Cam was saying that they all were mad at them for throwing their own teams. It's like, oh, you guys are going to regret throwing people from your own team. It's like, well, it's actually a benefit to have those people in the finals. It was not at all a bad thing to throw your own team in. Well, also remember, we've talked about this, like the amount of times that they've like deliberate or like instances where they've like deliberately lied to them, like straight up lie. What was it in All-Stars? Wasn't that one where they like straight up lied to them? They told them that like only one team was going to go in and it was actually two. Wasn't that it? It was that. Well, remember there was also like something with when, um, they, remember they switched up the format where you would call somebody into like be your partner as part of the elimination. I didn't tell them that. Either. Um, what else did, we got did, on Do you anything about how you're projecting this going forward shift from this week? Like who wins, or yeah, just, or just general. generally, like is there anybody who's a lot higher? No, we, at the end of the day, we just got rid of another fucking rookie. Like that's all that happened. We painted by numbers and came to the same place we have been like, for I mean, multiple weeks. The aftermath, honestly, changed my opinions more than anything. Just that they all think that Amanda's such an anchor. All right, so let's let, let's go over this right now. So next week, male elimination, uh, most likely. Let, let, let's pretend like Emerald wins, right? Emerald wins okay. again. Logan is probably going to be the houseboat yeah. or the, the, the winning team. Who is Logan calling out? Kyle. Maybe he does call Nelson. I would think it's Kyle. I mean, I think Kyle's going to go in regardless of how all did, this plays out. Didn't he say, he did say that he thought that Nelson was the easiest to go against when he was yeah. giving Ed his last week, right? Yeah. Yeah, so maybe he does. I, I don't know how much loyalty he has to the Ruby team. I hope absolutely none. Uh, <laughs> dude, honestly, I am kind of glad that uh, it is kind of nice having Nelson and Corey be like the figureheads of the Ruby team because that just sums it up. It's just a disaster is what it is. Like Well, it's just it. none of them can win besides Emerald. We'll see what they... Uh... We'll see what they do next week. They seem to like when a team... I guess this is just how the challenge works. When you have teams, one team's going to steamroll, right? It's just what happens. I, I don't know. We, we've gone over I don't this. know. Cutthroat was pretty even I mean, great team the other two teams combined. Yeah, great team won a bunch of missions, but Red just kind of decimated the blue team one by one over time. The they both whittled each other down. It's all sick during the final. All yeah, if up. it wasn't for food poisoning, who knows how that thing turns out. Yeah. Gauntlet 2 wasn't that imbalanced either. Like, no, the, it wasn't that imbalanced. The rookies won two more than the veterans. Um, the last couple of times I've done it, though, I mean, we have the U.S. team steamrolling the U.K. throughout World of War 2, and then we're on bloodlines. The red team wins every single mission that season. So, the, I don't, like, on paper, like, I still don't think that uh, Sapphire is that much worse than Emerald. You know what I mean? We've only had, we've, oh. like, so we've had... We've had two two missions, right, where it was like 
up in the air about who could win. Last night, there was no fucking way Emerald was going to lose. Like, well, now no with way. the way it's set up, I think it's just all going to be based on if it's an advantage or disadvantage to have more people. To be yeah, honest. which is idiotic. Like, tell, I want the producers to tell me how this is a good idea. Like, how is this a good idea? They just don't care. Like, yeah, I think either, that's probably either have someone priorities. Sit, have someone sit the fuck out or come up with a mission where it doesn't matter how many people you have compete. One or the other, figure it out. Yeah. Or I guess my thing is, and this is a nitpicky thing, like really nitpicky. So sorry to the producers here. But if you're going to make a huge deal out of this being the 500th episode of the challenge, like they actually broke the fourth wall. They had TJ point to the audience and thank them, like doing his best Jeff Probst. They had the whole like, you know, both squads doing the hearts and the thank you. Like if you're going to do that, I I think on paper they thought this was going to be some kind of a banger elimination or not elimination, but um mission mission and even the elimination but it's like hey if you're gonna make a big deal out of this being the 500th episode actually do something worthy of that like this was not this was not well, that well the other thing too is like oh we're gonna go back to our roots i'm like are you guys gonna prove there are ghosts in croatia somewhere like not really your <laughs> hey roots. if you want to go back to your roots you need to have one team cook dinner for the other and put crickets in it like that's yeah, that's, yeah, the, that's, that's, that's the that's, that's the roots of the show we need melting ice sculptures we need ballet parking involved yeah we need ballet parking we need that's you know the roots are for this show we need a mission that's so poorly designed it trivia. falls apart I that was their move right how do they not do trivia this week and have it just be all trivia questions from like the first 12 seasons that would have been way more enjoyable and you can have them falling off the cranes into the water. Yeah, like do that. Everyone can compete too. Yeah. Like you can come up with a way that it's like equitable to like for everyone. One to team has CT on it who was on some of those seats. And so they, that's their advantage. And then uh, that was that was hilarious when Kyle asked CT what the first episode was. The like. first episode was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that far off. I mean, in front no, of he isn't. Yeah. That's um, actually something that I would like to figure out. I'm sure somebody's done it. But I'd be curious to see episode counts. Like, who has the most episode appearances? It would have to be somewhere, either CT or Bananas. Johnny. Johnny. It's got to be Johnny. Well, Johnny was on a bunch of the seasons where there was only 10 episodes. And whereas CT was like Inferno 1 and 2, where he's on, you know, 38. He also went like long stretches of time where there were just like, just he wasn't on any seasons. Or he'd be on for an episode and get kicked off. Yeah. So I, I would assume it's Johnny, but I wouldn't be surprised if CT's not far behind him. I bet Lisa's probably up there too, because she usually hangs around now. And then I mean, she was on; she was actually on some of those seasons where it was. Like yeah, and Anissa has been on the older seasons where there was 19 episodes, and she's been on the new seasons where there's well, the almost 19 episodes. The thing that I thought was interesting: how do they know this is going to be? So do they know they're going? Do they already know they're going to split the Fessy Josh confrontation up over two episodes? They know it's going to be this is the 500th one. Well, they probably in their projections as they went through the season were like, okay, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Oh, we see this, we're going to do that. So we're like, going to have some extension in here somewhere if we already know that. Yeah. I'm curious. I would. I'm curious if they had that much foresight into what they were. Probably, doing. I would think so. They've done the show I mean, enough now. Rob, that you can just fucking do that every challenge for like a few weeks. You know what I mean? Like they could have just all said. Like, That's also they, true. You know, like you can just do that over and over. <laughs> every episode is a 500th episode until it actually is. Like, until it yeah, actually is. Yeah. <laughs> Which might explain why it was still not an awesome uh, challenge in elimination well, my, because my they've been doing it. I don't, I don't know if I buy that it actually was the 500th episode. I think there's a lot of wiggle room where you, it's like, oh, it's actually 504th. They decided to call this one. The yeah. I, I mean, it depends. Do you count Do you count a uh, reunion? You know, you do count you count reunion, the zero episodes? episodes that, do you do like, the preview episodes? Like, what do you count? Well, there's also plenty of episodes where it's like, oh, this was episode one, but it was like two episodes that were aired at the same time. So is that really one or is that two episodes? There's a lot of stuff. Like that. I think they would call it two because when they showed it on repeats, it was one. So like okay. the premiere is a double episode, but it's count, but it's actually two. That's what I'm saying. But there's a lot, there's a lot of fudge room they have. With yeah. stuff Either have. way, it's still super fucking impressive that this show is at its 500th episode, give or take 10. <laughs> um. Yeah, you, got, you guys should watch the aftermath. Darrell, Darrell and Emmy getting into it was pretty interesting. I will. The fact that Darrell was on it randomly for like, I, I was well, telling were, these guys like before we started. Like they had cake. They had like this huge celebration that Devin was leading. And then somehow Darrell mentioned something about Michaela, like being like, if she he thought she would have been the best rookie she hung around and Emmy was just not happy. Tell, <laughs> tell, me, tell me someone threw cake at another person. They attempted to. Okay, <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I'm sure Darrell is kind of pissed because we kind of said this before we started, but it's like 
man, if I'm Darrell and I'm on double agents, like that game's really not set up to behoove me, you know, but this season would have been like Darrell's cake. Sit around. Like Darrell could have literally done nothing this whole season and he'd probably be on team Sapphire right now. I don't get why they spent as much time as they did on the elimination for how anticlimactic it was. Oh, it was, they just made Bettina look as poorly as possible the whole time. Like why? The producers really seemed like they had it out for this season for some reason. Because they didn't give her any airtime outside of her laugh for the first like five episodes. Yeah. Apparently she was doing all this stuff behind the scenes. And then now, like, their whole thing is just been, she's like, nobody likes her in the house. Like, it, it, I mean, nobody likes her. She's terrible. She doesn't know what yeah. she's doing. Like, she's expendable. Another, like, another thing, too. I didn't think she was that bad. I, like, I honestly I didn't kind of I, I thought she was, I, I didn't mind her being on. She's the kind of player that I like. Just somebody that has an awareness of what's going on and is willing to do whatever they can to move themselves ahead, even if they're not the best physical competitor. I, I always like those competitors being on the show. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just the same. It's the same problem that I've already kind of talked about. It's like when you have that many rookies debuting on a season, you know, they're only going to spotlight a couple really, because those are the ones that stick around. And they obviously decided that Emmy was their MVP in the edit. And so she gets the screen time. The thing is with that too, though. So one thing that didn't get aired, remember that um, Bettina and Fessy like hooked up prior to Amanda and Emmy, Amanda and Fessy hooking up. (laughs) And then supposedly one of the reasons why Amanda really had it out for Bettina this episode was that Fessy kept flirting back with Bettina after he started hooking up with Amanda. So there was like kind of a love triangle feud between the two of them. That was a that makes sense. Yeah. 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 I mean, well. it, it's, it seems like we're just going to get rookies getting thrown in the rest of the season until they're gone. Right. Which many of them left. Yeah, there's Logan and there's Emmy now and Emmanuel. Logan, Emmy, and Emmanuel. And Emmanuel seems pretty solidified so anymore. We have how many episodes do we have before the final? Five. So 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. We have uh five episodes before the Projecting final. Five. We don't know. We might have six. We don't know. We might have six. We might have five. Right. And so how many rookies are left? We have uh, three. It's Emmanuel, it's Logan, and it's Emmy. That's it. In my mind, I think of Big T as a rookie still, but she's not. Well, she's, she's not. A, she's not, she's just not tied into great. Everybody else, but I don't know that they would necessarily put her. In. We, I, I think well, I think they will because in. she was fully expecting she was going in last night. I think we're getting a format change still here too in these next two episodes or so. I just, I just don't see them continuing like this. So we have five episodes left, and we have how many people do we need to get rid of on the men's side? One, two. How many are we assuming are in the final? We're assuming we're getting two to three out at out at this point. So we need to get rid of four men, and we need to get rid of one, two. We don't need to though. That's the thing. That's why I think this thing is staying teams. Is I think they're wanting a bigger final, and so we're just going to get rid of uh, probably two to three men and two to three women. And I think that's just the way this is going to chalk out. If I had to guess what happens from here, I think that we get a format switch either to two teams. I don't know. Some, something changes after like maybe this episode um, or the episode after that. And then we start getting two people going back into elimination again. And then we work ourselves down to where there's eight people left. Um, CT looks like he's in a pretty good spot. I don't, I don't know what like they're this, doing this, up there. Like, they not, he's never right. going in, man. Like it ain't happening. Like we just have people, we just have people talking about how they want to be on CT's team too. You know what I mean? And CT's like, I can't just give you a final. Like you know, you got to actually win one. <laughs> like what the <laughs> fuck is going on there? I, I just, I just don't get it. I, I can't. It seems like he and Ashley are in a great spot. Like they are just sitting there, just like sitting pretty. No one's messing with them because Ashley has political ties on all the teams, and nobody wants to go one on one with CT. So. We're just going to watch those two chalk their way Josh to the final. Josh doesn't put CT in next week. He's getting called out by CT probably the week after that. Say that again? If Josh doesn't put CT in next week when they win, he's probably getting called out by him the week after that. <laughs> Unless he wins. Josh oh, wins. He'd have to win two in a row again. Yeah. Yeah. I, that, that's my, that is my prediction. That if Josh doesn't win next week, then two weeks oh. after that, somebody wises up and probably put CT in. And then Josh would- I maintain that home. you're going to see them win again next week. And they're going to throw Logan or Kyle in, and it's going to yeah. be Logan versus Kyle. That's what you're getting. It's dumb. They should put CT in. It's going to be Logan versus Kyle or Nelson, I bet. Yeah. And then they, they should put CT in. 
I don't know. Do you really want CT to go in against a one-legged man? Like, it's just not going to go just, well. Yeah, this him. is like what you just have to keep putting him in. Why do you put him in when you know he's going to win? You like, don't you know wait. That. You put him in in the strategic spot where you think Rob, he might lose. You can't like, wait for the, the perfect f- shot. You have Rob, to keep putting the, him in. What the fuck is he going to beat? Uh, like any of those guys? <laughs> like, what are those guys going to beat him in? I don't know. There's something weird. Well, happens, it, it does, it's not even any of those guys. It's like, what's Logan going to beat him in with like a, a pulled hamstring? I just, I don't know. I'm just telling you, you have to keep putting him in until he goes home. I think you just really want this bet. No, to pay I'm telling off. you, like, you're, like, you can't just sit around and wait for the perfect shot. Perfect shot doesn't happen. So the you have to just keep putting him in until he goes. The... Like, it's something, I don't know. It's something where you I just use your arms, you have to hold your weight up, and then he beats CT. So, like, it's going to happen. If you're thinking about it from the perspective of Josh and Devin, right? Like, they. And we're just thinking about it from their perspective, right? Yeah. They're probably a belief, the belief that if they win next week and they put CT in, they don't want the next guy cycle to come up, the possibility for CT to win, and then, like, one of them get thrown in, right? That's it's what they're afraid sport. of. That's wrong. That, that, I'm just saying that that's what they're afraid of, right? That, that's, well, that's I, okay, I would want them to explain, articulate to me how that's so likely of a scenario. Even if CT wins... For one, we don't know what team he's going to. He could hop onto their team. He could hop up on Sapphire. We don't know. So CT wins. Then CT goes back in the house. CT has to, for one, pick out one of the three guys on that team to really target, which means, for one, two of the three are going to get off scot-free completely. Then he has to go back to well, his team all the other people on his team to put that person in and the possibility that that team wins. That's so unlikely. So the thing is, so if CT wins, he could switch on to – I mean, that could be part of their fear too, right? If CT goes in, if they put CT in, CT wins, and then he switches on to Emerald and takes one of their spots. They could definitely be afraid of that too. I, I, yeah, but like anybody could do that. Because, I mean, more than likely, he's taking Emmanuel's spot. I mean, if I'm Josh, I'm Devin. No, I think he's probably taking Josh's spot. I think he might be taking Josh's spot. But like, uh, Devin, anybody could do that. I know. I'm just, we're, I'm just going through like what their thought process is. I, I just don't, I don't see why he should be that much more likely to do that versus somebody else. Yeah. I don't know. I the more I have been watching this season, I am 100% convinced CT is winning. Like it is so crystal clear that he is getting the hero winners edit right now. Like they have made him look squeaky clean and spotless. They had, you know, him driving the narrative for the third week in a row, once again, like explaining what's going on. Like there is zero chance he's not winning in some combo. The, the issue, the thing is, though, is that, like, it's not that, like, he, he's just, like, in such a good spot. You know what I mean? And they've made him look so good. Like, that's the issue. I think Nelson's in a so much more. I think Nelson's more. How? Nelson's in a, how is Nelson in a good spot? <laughs> Nelson's dude? in a bad spot right now. I don't think Nelson's in a bad spot. The only, because, I mean, let's put it this way. Let's, let, let's say that, because right now, Amanda and Big T are on their team. All right? realistically what will probably happen is they're going to lose again and they're going to throw either Emmy or big T in, in two weeks. If they stay teams, we'll just throw it, keep it that way. Big T is probably going to lose and no one's going to want to go to the Ruby team. So they will pick probably the Emerald team and somebody from the Emerald team is going to wind up on their team and be really pissed about it. And at the end of this, it's going to be if Nelson and Corey don't get eliminated, which is highly, I think at least one of them has to go home. Like there's just the way the combinations are playing out. I just don't see how both of them make the final. Honestly, Ruby's best chance at this point is get super lean, right? Like get rid of Logan, uh, get rid of big T. And then like, if, if they were, if this were to stay like a, a team's thing, Get rid of Logan, get rid of Big T, and run the final with Corey Nelson and uh, Amanda. That's it. That's your best chance of winning at, yeah, this, like, at this time. Corey and Nelson can run and can carry things, and then and Amanda can do the puzzles. puzzles. Yeah, can carry Amanda if they have. Yeah, like I mean, that's like that is their uh, best chance because they ain't winning with yeah. Big T. They ain't doing it. It ain't happening. They're how probably not winning with any. I think Big T is just glad to still be there. So do we think? Do we think that Corey and Nelson have an awareness of this or no? Yes. So an awareness of what? That that's their best move. Yes, I do. I think they do. I, I think so. so really, yeah, isn't that if they're sold on if it's going to be teams or not moving forward? Uh, no. Uh, wait, say that again. 
Do we know if they think it's going to be teams or not moving? It forward? seems like it, right? And they're like, acting, especially well, the I mean, Emerald Nelson team. Was very upset, but he's also Nelson's also just get upset at anything. I don't know if we've seen much from them in other direction. I mean, the way the Emerald team's talking, they're running the final like a team. So I would assume that that is the the talk of the house is that they're going teams the rest of the way. So if I Nelson and Corey might be not the greatest players, but they're not that bad. And there's some awareness of at least. Yeah, this season, actually, Corey seems to know what's going on and he knows they're screwed. Like he's very aware how screwed they are right now. So because they have zero power and zero chance of getting power back at this point. All right, what else do we want to talk about? Power um, rankings, I guess. We can, do, yeah, we can do power rankings. All right, let's do it. I have uh, to shift it based on what's happened this week. Like, Amanda cannot be number one in the current hierarchy, the way things should If I hadn't told you guys about her being an anchor, would you still have said that? No. But I don't know if that really changes my mind about this now. You know, no, like, she... Okay. I, I was very surprised to hear that. I, 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 I am, too. Well, so, I mean, I guess, I guess it does in the sense that if... People like perceive her that way. She's not going to win. You know what I mean? Because that was filmed yeah. after. Like they, yeah. that person knows who wins. Yeah. So there's no chance she has it winning right now. Yeah. It'd be very unlikely. Unless if, I, I, I could see Devin being the type to kind of play mind games like that. But yeah. I, it's very unlikely. Yeah. I would. I, and the only reason that I have to remove her from the top three of power rankings is like she's on objectively the worst team right now. So it's really if they stay teams and these teams stay as they are right now, which is how you power rank. Like where are they right now? Her chance of winning is very small. Well, like if we do that, we should have to power into team space. I, I just, I, I still just can't see it, Trace. I, I just can't see. Like I think it's less than five percent chance that they. I'll win. put ten bucks on it. Stay in teams or go individual. For fifty, for fifty, what are the odds? I'll bet. I'll bet you. I'll I give it two to one. He doesn't want to. What? Go ahead. I yeah, give it two to one. Supporting my side or Trace's? Your side. Let's go oh, on this together. Okay. Cool. Oh yeah. Let's go I'll on this do together. that. I give you two to one that they stay teams. I'll do that. So, so I'd have to pay. Record? I'd basically have to pay both of you ten dollars if would, if y'all win, and then y'all owe me, I guess, ten if I win. No, we would owe you twenty. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm down with that bet. I think they're staying teams. I really do. I don't see it. I could. I could, I could see them going back to pairs. I could definitely see that. I don't I think don't, that's happening. I, I think they're going to go teams, so what's, what's and the then they'll. The, if it, uh, they start the final be... as the three teams, or whatever combination cells, of teams team yeah whatever. whether they combine cells or whatever they're still running as either like the three individual cells or they combine them basically in teams of more than two yeah any team more than two is my yeah, bet. Stafford might be stuck with just two at that point but yeah whatever their situation whatever that situation turns out being um but yeah that that's my prediction and then if they purge down during the final i still win but if they start the final as individuals or start the final as pairs, I lose. Yeah, that's not fine with that. Uh, almost done. Yeah, I mean, I feel pretty good at this, or good about this. I don't like. I just don't see it. Well, I don't know. Um, I, I don't see it. I, I swore I, I, up and down that during World of Worlds 2, they were going to go individual and they never did. So I'm learning that my was, lesson. But they started that season as teams. Right. Yeah, I but I was, but they did the same thing on World of Worlds 1. Like they started as pairs and went individual. I so I was fully waiting on up. it. I think going down is much different than going up. Because everybody's always playing for an individual. You're not always playing for a team. All right. Power rankings. Rob, go. Uh, Nelson one, Devin two, Corey. Eh, Corey Bissman is hard. Um, I'll stick with Corey at three. Riding that Nelson went to the end. Josh, Josh met, mentioned it in the show. Like this is the best position he's ever been in, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. No question. Yeah. At, at what point? At what point do you start to take him seriously and put him in there? And no fine winning a final. I wouldn't. He'd be last of these guys to win a final. So never. Like he'd always be outside the top three, unless if they have only running us three in the final. I think on okay. World of the Worlds 1, he was actually in a pretty decent spot. We just could have beaten Jordan in that elimination. <laughs> um, so that, that's, the, that's for the guys. For the woman, I'll go Tori, Casey, Nani. Overall, Nelson, Tori, Casey. Okay, Trace. I can't believe I'm doing this. Like, I really can't. But I have to go... 
Smashley one. Emmy two, Casey three. Stop. 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 I mean, the edit she's been getting makes her out to be like the hero of the entire season. The MVP, the rookie of the year, like all of these things. They always give one rookie like the. the, I know that. And I realize she's probably going to have to win two to three more eliminations to make the final. So she's going to probably have to face Big T and win. I mean, which she will. And then she'll probably go against Amanda and who knows. And then she's going to have to go against another good one to get through this. But like, I, mean, I, she, I think she's going to beat Big T. So she's going to hang out for at least another three weeks. Even if her hypothesis is they run in teams. She, she, like, these teams are going to get squished around a ton. She, she's getting like the Boston Rob Redemption Island edit. Dude. Like, that's how <laughs> favorable of an That's how, I mean, literally. Like this really Boston Rob is presented as in control of everything. I'm just saying it's like is favorable. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. and like that. Like I haven't like, found the producers are begging you to love Emmy, and I'm not. They're, they're <laughs> like, to me, honestly, I think that's been one of their biggest moves. They just have to you, you just have to present present that character like they're, they're an idiot. Like the, the, the thing has to do with the, that character. The thing is, it's like they're almost like forcing everyone in confessionals to like give them material that like presents her that way too. Yeah. Because like remember when she was like singing at one of the club nights and oh, they like go, like go around to like every person and talk about like how much they loved her song and like Fessy like starts to like sing it out. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? Like, stop trying to gaslight me. Like, like she's. A I don't of- like her. I'm sorry. <laughs> you yeah. know, like it's not happening. It's not going to happen. As the mean girls would say. You think? Um, they- do you think they really want us to like her just because of like how big of a following she has? Like, yes. Do you think that's what it is? Like, it's they want her degree. followers to like watch the show, and they want to present her in a favorable way so those people to like continue to like watch the show. That has to be what it is, right? That's part of it. I mean, again, like that's part of it, and they want you to feel good about the winner. She's not. <laughs> There's also a significant portion of the families that does like her. So clearly, she has gone over for some of them. Like, yeah. I, and like that, and like if you have this rookie character, that's usually what they whatever, whichever rookie like fights, especially in this situation when the rookies have been so like I'm just getting t- chucked out constantly. If there is a rookie that's able to fight through that, they always say kind of a favorite. Yeah, like like Cam right. on Vendetta, so I think was way more impressive than Emmy is, but it's similar to that. Yeah. All so. right, men. All right, men. I gotta go. Gosh, I can't believe I'm doing uh, CT is the easy number one still. Um, two and three, you could just flip a coin at this point. So I would, I guess I'm going to go Devin, Josh. Josh. Or wait, no, 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 no. CT, Kyle, Devin. Okay. One sec. All right. Overall. And then overall, CT, Schmashley, and Emmy. I just can't believe I'm having to put this chick up she, here. She's but like, not, she, She's not winning. We bet on that. No, because I don't feel great about it because this could just be the heroic rookie edit and she's going to go home in the next to last episode before the final. I mean, Tori could wind up switching teams. Like, I mean, there's so much that could happen. Even if your hypothesis does come true that they're in teams. If Ruby somehow stumbles, if Ruby somehow stumbles into a victory and it's Tori versus emmy in elimination i would put my money on tory and then tory could consider switching teams to be with just ct smashley and kyle in a final you know or like, even somebody takes her spot on uh, yeah like, like a lot of things could happen here like emmy emmy's only gonna follow uncle ct so you know who knows maybe amanda wins switches and then tory decides to go yeah. to them like there's a lot of things that could happen so we'll see so yeah, it's painful to put CT, Smashly, and Emmy as the top Devin, three. Who was but saying that's it wasn't my take that Emerald was the best team? Uh, <laughs> someone in Discord. Well, what was the reasoning behind that? I meant to ask, but I didn't. <laughs> Just constantly being brought down at every turn. Uh, they also wanted me to make sure that I didn't let you get away with thinking that this mission was good. Um, I thought it was, again, I thought it was fine. The, the imbalance teams is a problem. I thought you would have been, like, incensed about this. No, I, my, my thing is, I really do think if it, whichever team had Tori and Casey was going to win, much more so than whichever team had more people. Yeah, but at the same time, like, they're only, they're only going against, like, a couple of the teams. You know what I mean? Like, there's still the, when they're on offense, 
So like who who did they who did they play defense against? They played defense against um, Sapphire. It was the first team, right? It was Sapphire, or was it Ruby? I don't know. I think it was All right. Sapphire. All right, yeah, I think it was. Sapphire. So I'm gonna go for the women. I'm gonna go Tori, Casey, Nani. For the men, I'm gonna go some order of CT, Devin, and Nelson. I'll go. Oh, fuck. I'll just keep it the same. CT Devin Nelson, even though I don't feel good about that at all. Uh, and then I'm going to go Casey. Oh, fuck it. I'm going to put Devin one. I'm going to go Devin, CT Nelson. And then I'm going to go Amanda, or not Amanda. Uh, I'm going to go Tori, Casey. Devin, I guess. Um, I do think Devin has a very good chance to win, too. I know I've been all aboard the Nelson train. He's still my pick. But I, th- I think in the right setup, he has a very good chance to win. If, like, if Ashley didn't come over to that team and they did compete as teams, that would have, they would, it would be like one of the worst finals performances of all time. Which, which team? Oh, that Ruby team? Ruby, Yeah. Like if Amanda isn't There's on that so team. many of them to get rid of. What if Amanda's out of here? Yeah, I know. Like, think about that. Think about if it's like Corey, Nelson. Uh, and Amanda. Or no, not who's, even Amanda. Who, oh, like, who's Amanda, the other? Big T. Yeah. <laughs> they're thin, at least. Like, they're lean. What do you, like, they don't have a lot of people? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Like, the, like, so I think, and they don't have... Like, I don't think he's not great. I don't see her being, like, big easy, though. Or, yeah, I think mean, she's even better than, like, what Devin Simone would have been in the uh, Battle of the Seasons final or Jay in the X's 2 final. All right, so I think that's all we have for this episode. Just as housekeeping, we do plan to do our uh, annual or, at this point, biannual. Or I don't even Triannual, four-annual at this it's, point. Uh, not, it's not annual. It's a preseason season draft. Yeah, our seasonal preseason Our preseasonal draft. draft. For All-Stars 2. So at this point, you'll have that now for between Sunday and whenever, or in November 11th, when the first episode of All-Stars is released. What day of the week is November 11th? Thursday. Good question. So it is Thursday. They're doing it on Thursday again this year. So. Yeah. Um, and if you are a patron, that'll be the bonus episode. Uh, well, stars goes on is that you'll get the, uh, the recap for all stars too. Um, thank you for listening. Talk to you again soon. Bye.